Yo, what's up everybody? My name is Joshua Daniel McConnell. But you can just call me Jazz for short. I post weekly podcasts every Thursday. Thus the name Jazz on Thursdays. This week we shall be talking about the D word. And it's not that type of D you pulsing perverts. Stay with me to find out what it is. So, before we caress each other's faces, this week's word of the week is dilapidate. Since today, or since this week, is all about the D word, I just thought, you know what, let me just give them a D word as well. So, hey, dilapidate. Um, what is dilapidate, Jazz? Um, dilapidate is a verb. It's spelled D-I-L-A-P-I-D-A-T-E. It's not that complicated to spell. It's just one of those words that it's spelled the way it's pronounced. And what it means is cause something to fall into ruin. Simple as that. To dilapidate is to cause something to fall into ruin. Another way of explaining the word is like, you know, when when someone like messes up and you're like, damn, you fucked up, you know, you you rather if there's a kid in the room, you can't say that, you know, you rather just say, hey, you dilapidated, you know, it's it's more like, damn, man, I dilapidated shit. I will will never do it again, master. (laughs) That type of thing. Um, You can use it in a sentence. Let me let me use it in a sentence for you. I created our relationship, but you dilapidated it. Okay, let's let's get it then. What is the D word, Josh? Jazz? What is it? The D word is death. That's what the podcast is about this week. It's about death. And what, like, there are two reasons why I chose this topic. I don't, I I shouldn't even be explaining, you know, because, fuck, it's my podcast. I can say whatever the fuck I want to say, you know. But on a, on a serious note, um, firstly, it's because a homie of mine, he, you know, he recommended it. And I was like, yes. I said yes, because it really coexisted with what's been happening to the world as well as to other people's lives, as well as this week for me, or last week. So basically, um, my, my, my dad's friend, my dad's close friend, he, he took me with him on a, on a road trip or to do something in, in KZN, in KZN, hey. So, so cool, man, we, we do our things, blah, blah, blah. Nine hours later, we on our way driving back home. And he he has, he's a really good driver. He's a really good driver. I like how he handles the, the steering wheel as well as his car. Okay, cool. So we, we're driving. There's a car in front of us and there's a car behind us. We're in the middle of these two cars. And keep in mind, the road we are driving on is hella old. It's it's messed up. The It's not paved. There, there's so many potholes. 
and it goes the road goes on forever and that road like time and space doesn't exist all you see is the sun cars lorry trucks and just fields fields of corn you know it's 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 wow but at the same time it's like damn cool so we we're driving we're trailing this car behind us and all of a sudden it just like slows down it abruptly slows down and we we slow down as well he he almost like pulled the handbrake but then he he pressed the the brake and we 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 slowed down like we were so close to bumping this car in front of us so the car behind us literally <laughs> literally shoots past us and like there was this hill this miniature hill on the on our left side on my side hey and they they drive on the hill they were close to flipping over they were close to flipping over. They were also driving fast. It's the highway, dog. I mean, who says you're supposed to drive in 60? You're supposed to drive 100, 120. So keep in mind, this guy's like going 120 or 100. Let's say 90. He's in 90. And then he just shoots past us. And this happens so slow, but at the same time so fast. Like they say, um, people who are in accidents, they witness something like time slows down. They say it's because... Our body injects us with a huge amount of adrenaline and our eyes rapidly shoot around the environment around us. So basically we can see everything and time is compressed for us. So time slows down in a way or time extends. Angazi. Anyway, this guy and we exchanged glances and he looked at me like, am I going to die? And I looked at him like, are you going to die? Like, It's not... It's quite, it's not really funny. I don't know, man, but damn. And I just, for like, I've just been thinking about death. Because we also saw like a couple of accidents on the way back, like four accidents. That's a lot. You don't see four accidents on a daily basis, you know? Okay, let's, let's touch each other's faces. Let's caress each other's faces. Um, What is death? Hmm? What is death? Jazz? Joshua? Whatever you call yourself, what is it? I searched it on the... on Google. I wanted to see the, the dictionary definition and it's so bland, it's so like, what's it's whack? And it says, Death is the permanent irreversible of all biological functions that sustain a living organism. The remains of the previous living organism start to decompose slightly after death. Yawn. Okay, bet. It explains what death is, no lie. And what I can take from this is that, like, it's basically saying once, once your, your body, your body functions, your biological functions stop working, that's when you're death. That's when you're dead, I mean, that's when you're dead. For example, your, what do you call them, your, something organs. Let's call them your crucial organs, you know, For, and, and there are, I think there are three. So it's your brain, your heart, and your lungs. If any of those, like, happen to stop, you, you die. So you sh- get a shot in the head, bullet pierces through your head, you're dead. 
Um, someone slashes your lungs, you're dead. Um, someone stabs through your heart, you're dead, you know. So basically it's saying if any of those, if anything happens to those three, you're dead. And I agree. And what's my definition of death? Everyone has their own unique interpretation or or understanding of death, you know. And it's quite ironic in a way. Let me tell you how it's ironic. Because all our lives, the same body we live in, the body, the same body many of us or some of us try to maintain and keep healthy and all that stuff. We only think about that. We never usually think about death, you know. And it's funny, you know, I mean, we're supposed to. We have this sack of meat and bones and veins and blood and all that, all those fluids, chemicals and enzymes in us. But we never usually question death and all that stuff. So, yeah. But my definition of death, um, death is when you, like, stop living, you know. Okay, um... Stop living. Okay, then then what's living? Good question. Living is also a really controversial um, th- I can't say thing, like thing is so <laughs> it's so primary school. But let's say thing. Living is such a controversial thing to talk about. Cause everyone has different lives. I I've never met someone who has the exact same life as me, you know. And for them, living living can be like, this is an example for them, living can be taking drugs. For someone, living can be pursuing a certain goal, you know. So I say death is when you forget your purpose. Death is when you forget your purpose, when you don't know what you're living for anymore, you know. Sorry to say, but you might as well just, you know. Jump off a cliff, get a gun, shoot yourself on the cop. Cause what are you? What are you? What are you doing? You know what? What? What are you doing if you're not living for a purpose? If you're not truly living, you know what are you here for? Everyone's here for for a reason, you know. And I think that reason is what we have to find out. That's why we're still alive. We have to find out what that reason is. And those of you or us that know that reason. We live in order to pursue it, you know. It doesn't end there. There's always, like, a next step. Like, you know, of course people say, no, I can only go so far, we can only do so, you know, so little, whatever. Those pessimists, you know, but sometimes they're, they're true, but at the same time, why stop there? Why don't you try something else, you know? There's this, there's this old say. No day ODE. So basically, it goes like man has two lives. The only time he starts living his second life is when he realizes that he only has one. Okay, then let's talk to. <laughs> Let me talk to you. Let's talk about what happens to your body after you die. So then people say, like, when you. They think like when you when you die, you're dead, dead, like bam, that's all. But actually, in the moments of death, your brain 
your brain continues functioning, your brain continues working for just about 10 minutes. Yeah, just a, just a funny fact there. Okay, so then after an hour of death, like your body, your body goes through, actually, when you die, your body goes through a lot of stages, depending on the hours that goes through them, that goes, that your body goes through. Let me give you some. So after an hour of death, the body goes through a state called primary flaccidity. Yeah, we're going into technical jargon over here. <laughs> and primary flaccidity, <laughs> damn, it, me it means like, basically means, how do I explain it? Your body becomes really, really relaxed. Like, I know you know you know living man. They say like a dead body is heavy, is heavier than a living body. So this is basically what it means. Your body is more relaxed. It's more heavy, and your pupils dilate. Dilate basically means they they widen. Your pupils become wide, like really wide, and and they stay that way. And like your your other since your body is relaxed, your other limbs and body functions become more flexible in a way, like. Let's say you, you take my arm and bend it the other way. I won't be there to scream or say anything. Or even, like, you know, it'll just do as as you manipulate it to do. You manipulative prick. <laughs> Anyways, within a couple of minutes after your, your heart stops working, there's something called, I think it's polymotis. These they, they use Latin for all these things, you know. Even English, it's not even English, it's Latin, dog. Okay, let's call it palomotis. It basically... It basically means, like, your body becomes more pale. When when palomotis occurs, your body becomes pale. So now I'm thinking, like, imagine if you're already pale <laughs> and palomotis occurs. How, how pale are you going to be, dog? Like, really... <laughs> But but now they say it's only visible to to light skinned people, as to dark skinned people, you know. So that's pretty obvious. <laughs> so did you know, your body, on an average of your whole lifespan, it it like it beats, your heart beats, two point five billion times. Two point five billion times, like your life, your average life, your heart beats that much. Dog, isn't this thing amazing? Isn't your body amazing? Like, do me a favor, take your left hand, put it in the air, put it down, touch your stomach, slowly go your way up to the chest, move to your left, and give yourself a clap. Give your chest, a, your heart a clap. Like, just three. Yeah, three is enough. Odd number for good luck, you know. <laughs> and yeah, like, um, it also pumps, I think, it's five, five liters or five point six liters. You can fact check me here, but it pumps like five to five point six liters of blood. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Imagine if you're a vampire, like. You know. Actually, imagine if you're a human and you drink five to five point six liters of water. Damn, man, you'd be healthy. Your piss would be drinkable, you know. 
They say that's how you survive in the deserts with no water. You drink your own piss. Anyway, at two to six hours of, of death, because the heart is no longer pumping blood, um, something takes over. What was it? Gravity. Gravity takes over, making the parts of the body nearest to the ground like develop a reddish or purple discoloration. Because I think it's because like since there's no longer blood pumping, like keeping your body moving and defying gravity, boys, you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. You just know what I mean. Um. Anyway, so like because there's no longer blood moving around your body, keeping your body strong and stiff and durable against the elements of gravity, because that factor is no longer involved. Like, gravity is literally pulling your body down, and your body is, is relaxed. It's not contesting. It's just chilling like that. So obviously the parts closest to the ground, like your back, your arms, your neck, N-A-P-E, it's becoming red or purple, also, depending on your skin tone. So... At 7 to 12 hours after death, like at this point, the limbs of the body are, are like, di- again, difficult to, to move. I don't know why, though. The body is weird, you know. One moment it's flexible, next moment it's difficult to move. And, like, your, what's this? Your elbows. Your elbows are flexible. While the fingers and toes, like, they, they start to crook. You know, they start to bend a bit. That's at 7 to 12 hours. And at 12 and beyond, like 12 hours to infinity, the muscles will begin to loosen due to chemical changes within the cells, making the tissue decay. And remember remember, um, primary flaccidity. This is, this is called secondary flaccidity and it happens through a period of one to three days so and and this process can actually be slowed down through temperature cold slows down this process and this is also why sadistic serial killers put their victims in freezers so we spoke about the d word what is death and what happens to your body after you die. Now, let's talk about what happens to you after your body dies. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you notice the play on words there? <laughs> I'm such a poet. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what happens when a, when a poet spits a bar, you know. As we don't clap hands, we click our fingers. It's so, it's so, well, you know. Like, when, the first time I found that out, I was, I was dumbfounded, man, like. My brain melted, and then and then it froze, and then it like, you know, became flat. Yeah, doesn't make sense. It makes dollars. <laughs> uh, enough enough dicking around. But actually, what happens to you after your body dies? You know, if obviously if you're if you're atheist or or you know, or you don't believe in the afterlife, or you know, of course this wouldn't even make sense to you, because, or you wouldn't want it to make sense to you, 
So basically, there are two of you. Actually, there's one of you. And it's not your body. You are not your body, you know. You are like something more than that. Your body is just like a husk. It's a vessel that's containing you. So I remember I, I wrote in this poem, hey, I'm, I'm quoting. So I said, um, we are metaphysical beings being lived on a physical plane. Living plain old lives while destroying this old ass planet. I added that extra part there because I, I couldn't complete it without saying that last part. So basically, something metaphysical is obviously the opposite of physical, but it's, it's actually something spiritual. Consciousness, subconsciousness, psyche, you know, spirituality, all that jazz. And physical is, is the flesh, it's matter. It's, you know, what you can touch, what you can see, what you can feel. Basically all your five senses, I'm quoting, your five senses. That's your physical being. So obviously what I said is like, we, we are basically... We are not physical, we are just something else living in the physical, you know. And if you're, if you're a spiritual person, I'm sure you're nodding your head to what I'm saying. And if you're not, you're obviously shaking your head. Either way, I'm making you move your head, bitch. <laughs> enough jokes, enough jokes. Um, so I say, when you die, you ascend. When actually no, when your body dies, you ascend, because you are not your body. Your body is just keeping you here for a temporary time, for a temporary point of time, you know. And over the years, fatality rate is you know, it's dropping, dog. Like people used to live long. They used to have they used to live like for long, you know. Now they're living for short. They say um. The reason for death in developing countries is disease is diseases, and the reason for death in developed countries is culinary heart diseases. For example, you got your not just culinary heart disease. Yeah, actually, culinary heart infections. Damn, I did I did this before. I forgot. But basically, you got your. Your, your diabetes, you got your heart attacks, your strokes, all that stuff that has to do with your, with your body, you know. Because the times we live in, we're so spoiled. We're so spoiled, man. Like, food is so unhealthy. The food we chow is so unhealthy. However, it's so accessible. It's so cheap. And the food that is healthy for us is inaccessible. And it's expensive. Av. Why? Do they want us, uh, they as in, like, they in italics, you know, who are they? The, you know who they are. They are the ones in, when we say, you know what they would say, you know, you know them. But wh why do they want, they want us to live shorter lives, you know? And why do we allow that to happen? Why do we want to live shorter lives? I don't know, man. I don't know. What happens to you after your body dies? You transcend. 
you move up while your body goes down. You know, it's... They go in parallel. Parallel states. I'm, I might be ranting. I might not have any evidence like I did earlier on for the body one hour, two hour, 12 hours. That's based on facts, man. But who said this isn't as well, you know? Like people... People have experienced these things where they've actually, where their body has died for a couple of minutes and, and they left their body. They, they projected out of their bodies, astral projected out of their bodies, and then they came back inside it. That's what happens in some hospitals. They have these cases sometimes, you know. But, but do, we, do we know about it? Do we hear it in the news? Why, why isn't it on the news, you know? Why, why aren't they on some... You know, this can happen. No, 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 no. And also astral projection. They don't want to talk about it. And it's real. It's fucking real. But people turn a blind eye to it, you know. Give it the cold shoulder. Nah, spirituality is a myth. Nah, 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 nah. You know? We come from monkeys. I don't know about that. That might be true as well, you know. But who created those monkeys, you know? And like... The, while I was googling this this shit, and uh, you know, like when you Google a question, when you scroll down, they have other popular searched questions similar to what you're saying. So then, someone, another popular question is, like, who created the the world? You know, who created the world? And it said volcanic, blah blah blah, water, 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 and then. And then at the end, like at the bottom, they said um, something, something, something. This is probably. And then they said, although in the early creation of the world, there was no oxygen. And how is that possible, you know? Them saying probably means like they doubt what they're saying. And... That's that's my first point. And my second point is them saying, although Earth had no oxygen in the early of in the midst of its creation, like how 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 did we emerge then? Like us humans, as well as all other living organisms, sustain through oxygen. It's life. We need it. And without it, you know, D word, you know, we'd die. Wouldn't be alive. Damn, man, they, we don't know what they're feeding us. We don't know what they're feeding our bodies as well as our minds. So I say, honestly, I say what happens to you after your body dies is that you transcend, man. I'm Christian, so of course, depending on how you lived your life, it's either you go to heaven or you go to hell. It's To me, it's as simple as that, you know. And... Different religions have different points of view, points of views on this topic. Some, they say you reincarnate, you know, you reincarnate as, as a person or another living organism. And, and some, they say you also, you also transcend, you know, it all depends on you, you know, that's the beauty, you can choose like 
you can understand shit in your own way. You can interpret stuff in your own way. I don't know if it... It might have to be true, of course. It might have to be true. But there's nothing wrong with doing some research. There's nothing wrong with exploring, you know, trying new things, being curious. The thing, you know, what's the problem with some Christians, you know, as well as people in other religions. They, they, they think them they're right. They think, yeah, mine is the right one. And then the next one is like, yeah, no, yours is wrong. My, mine is the right one. And this is how, like, wars begin, you know. This is how wars emerge. Whereas if people would just sit down, different groups of people would just sit down in a circle and just converse, with, confabulate with one another. They, you never know. You never know how similar y'all might be, you know. In Buddhism, they promote peace. In Christianity, we also promote peace. Islamism, we promote peace. Like, everywhere we promote peace. There's, no, there's not one religion that says no in order to get into heaven or no in order to reincarnate. You have to kill a person. You have to do wrong unto others. Now they all promote peace. Are we not all similar? Hmm? Are we not? And that's a wrap, everyone. I really appreciate you guys for sticking here with me and listening to me speak slash rant slash comedy slash write jokes. You know what I'm saying? I hope you guys can take something from this podcast. Whether it be the word of the week, the hours, the after hours of your death, or just my opinions on what happens to you after your body dies. I hope you take something, you know. And if you did take something, you, my friend, are open-minded. And you, my friend, have open-minded friends, which you will share this to. (laughs) Anyways, enjoy your day, guys. Enjoy your week. See you guys next week.